You're listening to the Inner Voyage Podcast with me, Mike, an American tennis professional and Medusadon, a spiritual author and doctor from India. From completely different backgrounds, we've come together to talk about a wide range of topics. Medusadon's spiritual wisdom combined with my experience from the tennis door give the listener two completely different perspectives. The Inner Voyage begins now. Hello, Mike. Uh, welcome to yet another episode of the Inner Voyage podcast. I hope you are doing great. And uh, today is a lovely topic and funny as well. Uh, when we talk about revenge, as uh, you know, revenge is something that is uh, you know only found in humans. Uh, it's very rare that we find them in uh, the other species, especially animals, and uh, especially that kind of revenge, which is passed through, you know, ancestral uh, heritage. So you will have the son taking the revenge due to something that someone has done to his father and stuff like that. Like you know, the other animals and uh, they just forget and uh, move on. You know, you 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 never have the plants. Uh, you know end up taking revenge or something like that so that shows the level of compassion and forgiveness that uh, nature has uh, in all its species and uh, humans have developed uh, this undesired trait which you know uh, puts us away from nature and when we talk about spirituality that is uh, living in accordance with nature i think uh, this is a very deviating factor which needs to be worked upon so with that said uh, what are your initial views on revenge and then let's get deeper into it great to be back with you medusan for another episode and this topic of revenge is a little complex I, i think it's not always black and white when you think of revenge you know when you feel like there's someone that's treated you poorly there's a kind of a wrongdoing um there's a spectrum there's big things and there's small things i, I don't think you know being cut off on the freeway by a bad driver is the same as if someone harms your family member and i want to ask you this question um about the kind of the natural tendency or natural human emotion that's in most of us that if if someone harmed my son my natural tendency would be to want to harm them you know and and i think the best way to live is is letting things go and because it can't be great for your well-being to carry something in you um and there's a guilt and burden that comes to stooping to someone's level you know if you say you go an eye for an eye you know so i think in the states and around the world there's the justice system which is a way to outsource your desire for revenge instead of going head to head with someone that's wronged you you know um you use the justice system to take care of it and the justice system doesn't always prevail but it does stop people from taking vengeance on each other but uh yeah my question for you would be where does this come from as you said you know animals don't have um they don't take vengeance on on each other so where does this come from in humans so uh, revenge is basically a symptom and uh, it is like you f- to understand how to control or overcome revenge we need to first understand the cause behind this uh, so called symptom or action and uh, you know that comes from the understanding of how it all began 
So, you know, when we were, say, hunters and gatherers, at that time, when we used to live in uh, the so-called communities or herds or even alone, we needed to survive in the, in the wild. And, uh, you know, the brain is uh, programmed for the survival instinct. So whenever there was an animal attacking us, uh, you know, maybe in the night, uh, our mind would uh, continuously have that the memory of, uh, you know, the attacking tiger or the attacking boar just in case that, uh, you know, next time the same thing shouldn't happen. And for that, you know, we would end up killing the tiger or killing the wild boar or the elephant or something like that, just to ensure that it doesn't repeat. So that memory, you know, uh, negative emotion has been attached to that memory, which is stored uh, inside the brain for uh, a survival instinct, because that, that aggravates the threat response and or the fight or flight response. And, uh, you know, the mind cannot be calm until, uh, you know, the threat is eradicated. So that was the initial programming that we were uh, programmed with. But, you know, as time developed, we, we are not living in that stressful or threat driven environment. But that animal instinct has now translated into the human aspect. And now, you know, if anyone does bad to us, we uh, treat that person as an animal and, uh, you know, maybe want to destroy that person mentally, uh, emotionally, physically or whatever is the best possible, which turns out to be the revenge uh, aspect of it. So the, the primary thing to control revenge is to first understand that uh, this is an animal instinct that we must not carry as we uh, so-called civilize uh, in, in the coming time. So let us first begin uh, with the procedure of, uh, you know, how a revenge uh, happens. So the first uh, stimulus of a revenge is hurt. So which can main, mainly be your physical, emotional, psychological uh, or some uh, stimulus that, uh, you know, aggravates uh, the future course of action. So that hurt is uh, of primary importance. Now that hurt, as it uh, gets registered into the mind, it translates into anger mainly because of the ego aspect, because the ego uh, wants to control uh, everything and, uh, you know, it, it's the survival instinct that uh, instantly gets activated. And that anger then turns into revenge, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, to hide the hurt or to hide the anger, uh, you, you have created the revenge. Now, the future consequences of revenge are, uh, you know, can be uh, one can be uh, in the form of a destructive action where you'll just, you know, take a knife and stab the person or, you know, uh, destroy the person emotionally or in other ways. Or it could be passive aggression. That means you won't do anything, but you will keep all the emotions clocked up inside you and will uh, suffer inside in that uh, aggression. Now, we have discussed in the earlier episodes that how uh, stocking up emotions inside can lead to various body aches and uh, various other symptoms uh, that and organ diseases and stuff like that. So th that uh, also comes due to uh, your revenge. And the third can be your psychosomatic symptoms wherein you are, uh, you know, completely distressed, uh, mentally disturbed, and uh, you won't be able to do anything, um, you know, beyond a certain point. And the, the last one could be in the form of a depression, wherein uh, you are, you know, trying to hide that anger, hurt and uh, revengeful behavior and you will just be down. So you, we, we should understand that the outcome of the revenge is always going to be bad. There's never going to be a very satisfying outcome because even after you have, uh, you know, say killed the person or taken your revenge, you're still going to have that guilt that, you know, why I did that. So it's better to stop the thing at the anger. So when there is a stimulus and your response is anger, there is a 
pause and and that pause needs to be tapped in to you know funnelize and channelize uh, the emotion out of it so it doesn't transfer transfer into the revenge and uh, you know the outcome is obviously unfavorable uh, to your extent and uh, with that said uh, even say forgiveness uh, compassion are the primary tenets of spirituality and uh, you know they say that uh, the best revenge is obviously to forgive the person and uh, that will because invariably if the person has done wrong he's going to you know suffer with guilt and uh, everything like that but if you uh, have that forgiveness and compassion and that empathetic attitude towards the person uh, it changes the whole situation drastically and uh, the person will do his best to uh, you know uh, be in the good side and uh, depend on uh, the mistake or something like that so mike my question for you would be that uh, have you had uh, experiences uh, dealing with revenge in the past maybe with you or someone you know and uh, you know how did they or you deal with it uh, which is really insightful uh, for us you know to have like a similar situation and then how do, should we deal with it as well yeah when it comes to my life i feel like there's been many instances where I've felt like I've been treated unjustly. I've been hurt by what someone said or done. And I would say that I'm pretty good at taking the high road. Um, you know, it, I feel like it doesn't really undo a transgression against you if you hit back and, and you do something to take revenge. You know, I feel that there are evil people out there and you kind of have to feel sorry for them they're not happy and they really have to live with what they do to people. Um, there was one instance where I was betrayed by a friend and it was an investment. You know, I invested some money with this guy and he turned out to be a con artist and he just straight up lied to me and, and stole my money. And, you know, that hurt because I feel like when it comes to money, I feel it's hard earned. It's a lot of time that you have to put into earning it. And, you know, I just went and I used the justice system. You know, I end up um, hiring a lawyer, um, but I didn't recover a dime because he, you know, claimed that he, he was bankrupt. And he, so in that instance, you know, I, I had to let it go. I felt like it was keeping me up at night. I was worrying about it. And I, I just think that in the end, um, there's a karma <laughs> and karma is going to win out. And I know we spoke about karma in another episode, but I feel maybe the best thing to do is to have patience for the natural laws of the universe to really level the playing field in the end. But my question for you, Medusa, on should you always forgive and how do you forgive and forget? Say if someone's really done something terrible, you know, like say, take an example the the nazis killing six million jews how do you forgive them and really let that go in order to not take revenge even if it was one of your family members that was killed by them yes mike i think it's a nice question that uh, how can we forgive the unforgivable and the injustice that they have caused us and stuff like that well uh, we have innumerable examples of forgiveness when we uh, look at the mythologies or our ancient past and history because I think forgiveness is, uh, as Mahatma Gandhi said, is the virtue of the brave and the strong. You cannot expect a weak mind to forgive because that, that just doesn't comprehend. And also, you know, Mahatma Gandhi said that, uh, you know, an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth would make, a ho make the whole world blind. 
and uh, similarly you know even we have martin luther king who has said that um, darkness cannot drive out darkness only light can do that hate cannot drive out hate only love could do that so we have these uh, beautiful uh, philosophies to look up to when it comes to uh, revenge and forgiveness however you know i'm reminded of a small incident or a story uh, that dates back to a few years ago about the tibetan buddhist monks uh, which explains beautifully explains the meaning of forgiveness and uh, so there were these two monks who were uh, kept in the prison and they were tortured by the captors and the jailers so upon uh, being released one day you know after many many years uh, they met and uh, one of the monk asked the other that have you forgiven them uh and the second one replied no never you know <laughs> like i'm, I'm never going to forgive them and uh so the first one replies well uh you know i guess they still have you in prison don't they so it is uh, more like you know it's for our inner peace that we forgive uh these things and you know we must always remember that we have no, we have not forgiven the crime we have just forgiven the person because it's after all the same energy and the same frequency so the crime obviously remains it's not like you forgive uh, you've forgiven it and you know it's forgotten but it's more of uh, that our inner peace that we are not captive to these things that uh, you know the the net that he's created or the prison that he's created and we uh, you know remain in that forever so it is uh, more about that uh, aspect when it comes to forgiveness so i think inner peace becomes uh, essential and primary uh, in this aspect and that's why i say that forgiveness is uh, absolutely essential and we have had uh, various meditation techniques and uh, letting go things uh, just in order to ensure that it becomes more smooth and we live a happy meaningful and connected life well said medicina i think those examples of gandhi and martin luther king are great because their behavior of non-violence of never exacting revenge is very powerful and it's made a huge impact on society today and I th- so I think the best revenge is taking no revenge and moving on with your life and I know in, in my world uh, in my profession there's many instances where I feel like there's been an unfair moment from an umpire or a player I feel like I've been treated poorly um and if you know you have a weak mind it's really easy to to lash out to to blame to try to exact re- revenge and treat them the way that you've been treated um you know to to say you know if it wasn't for them I'd be more successful and and so this this blame really sabotages you, you know your own self you know you're you're kind of playing the victim so if if you want to you know take back your power and give yourself um you know strength i think the best thing to do is um as my parents said speak with your your racket and they said let your racket do the talking and that was a great great lesson from them the best thing to do and the best revenge to take is just win the match or or be successful um so in the moment i know if something happens and you're enraged or you're mad you need to just take the time um you know breathe create that space and and think it through and and react accordingly because when it comes to playing great tennis you can't be at your best or you can't really have your best interest at heart when you're putting your attention outside of yourself on the person that did you wrong 
um, you're basically not thinking of yourself. You're thinking of them. And this is just a big waste of brain power and precious energy. And so when you forget and you move on, I think you give yourself the best chance to not only win the match, but win in life. With that said, Medusadon, thanks for another great discussion. I've learned a lot from you as always, and I look forward to the next one. All the best. Bye.